Did you call Cardi B uh, illiterate, uh, what was it, untalented rat? I did. Why? Now, was this out of nowhere? Did she start? Out of nowhere. My no, it's not out of nowhere. I think that. Oh, boy. You wanted this. No, I'm just Don't I, say, I, oh, boy. I'm asking. I'm just. I just think that, you know, I'm just going to sound really deep. Mm -hmm. I think that. And this is, this is going to sound like a lot of ideas all at once, okay. right? A verbal stream of consciousness. We love this it. This is a verbal stream of consciousness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when I look at Black women's culture as like a whole thing, right? Mm -hmm. And then you think about the, the media and the power that the media has, like how the, the media had the power to get rid of me. The media has the power to make anyone like the forefront, you know, the, the, this, this, this is what we're trying to like grab black women's consciousness with right now, you know? And I just, I think that, I think that it's very concerning to me that this, this conversation surrounding black women's culture like changes from, I don't know, because I, I feel like maybe two years ago, the conversation surrounding black women's culture was really reaching an all-time high. And we were really, like, discussing, you know, our power amongst ourselves. And, you know, Beyonce came out with Lemonade. And, like, there was just this really, really, really intelligent conversation going on nationally. And then everything just kind of changed. And then it was, like, RDB, you know what I mean? You don't think it grew, though? What do you mean grew? Like it grew. I think it, I think uh, people took what Beyonce was doing and it grew, like in all aspects. Because I mean, for every Cardi B, you got a SZA and you got a Issa Rae and you got a Ava DuVernay and you got Tiffany Haddish. And when you say right, Cardi right, B, right. talking about her music and what she raps about? No, 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 you get what I mean? This caricature of a black woman that black women themselves would never be able to get away with, you know? Like, if my spelling and grammar was that bad, I'd be canceled. If, if Nicki Minaj smelled like that, you'd, we'd be ragging on her you all fucking... smelled? Spelled. Oh, oh, I was like, what? If Nicki Minaj smelled like that, you'd just be ragging on her all day, you know? I mean, Fabulous like, been spelling wrong his whole career, and we like that. Right, but we're, we're talking about women. Gotcha. You know, so we've we've already established that there's a double standard there. Um, I think that when it comes to this this female rap thing that we have, you know, I just don't understand how we go from like, or just not female rap thing, this black women's culture thing. I just right. don't understand how we go from Beyonce and Lemonade and Solange and all of these like great conversations, Black Lives Matter, all these conversations to like this. Well, black women aren't monolithic though either, all right? I know we're not monolithic, but come on. And you used to like Cardi B. I, I used to. I mean, they had a video of you in the club going crazy to vote yeah, I, I was really so, drunk that what night. Made, what made you not like her? You know, because I, I have three daughters. Of course, I don't want my daughter to be a stripper. Of course, they're not going to be a stripper. Yeah, but, but it's, it's not that. that I just she's a businesswoman now that's employing people. Why is she looking like that? Because that's the, because it's just like I don't know. I feel like you guys just use everything to like make this like bigger than what it is. Mm -mm. Yeah, I, I feel like it's like a little like you call somebody illiterate, 
untalented rat <laughs> that's great. I, I let the record show. I wasn't even going to bring it up, by the way. No, I'm just asking. I know you I weren't going to bring it up. No, I'm asking because I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I'm trying to get to know. I'm that's his to, people, though. It's, that's it's my really people, not. too. But you're my people. It's not my people like that. Like, we don't go and have lunch at 12 o'clock at the plaza. But I really want to know because I'm trying to learn more about you. Because I have never spoke to you. This is the first time I met you. So Yeah. Um, so when you say things, I, I try. I want to get to the deeper yeah, side of what it's makes like, you think. I just, I just don't understand like the lack, the like extreme lack of coos. You know, I, I just, I've never seen that. I've never seen that at the forefront of female rap. I've never seen that. I, I didn't know that the standards that that the bar would be lowered so much. You get what I mean? So it's kind of it was kind of like a culture shock, like the bar went from Beyonce Lemonade, this very very extremely intelligent conversation to like. But we see that in all genres of music. We see that in rap. We see yeah. that in where people she, she talk just about a young lady J. from Cole. the hood. But okay, and so the, and that's great. That's mm-hmm. great. That's great. That's great. But when you're talking about this female rap thing, like bitches that really push their pen, girls that like live sweat breathe this art thing you get what i mean i just i just feel like it's it's unfair to like the real institution of female rap black equity episode 18 yeah we're back And I come to you, as I always do, to bring you how culture affects business and how business affects our culture. And all I really do is sit back and study the game. And I always notice when one big story hits, there's always an underlining poison that hits our culture. It never fails. And the next time it happens, I'll bring it up again. There was a really big, huge story yesterday that even made it to our podcast. And then sprinkled into our culture was poison. And I almost let it slip by. I almost let it go and said, ah, I'll let her have that one. But it stayed on my mind when I woke up the next day. Sign up for our private emails. Go to Black Equity Pod. Go to our private community. We want you to be a part of the community. We want you to be active. We are uh, working on having a Facebook group or a Telegram uh, group for us to chat in and explore topics and uh, be able to be more interactive. And the, the community is growing. And I appreciate all the messages from people who are just now finding out about black equity saying, wow, where have you been? And I didn't know you were even out here. I'm so glad I found you. So those messages mean the most to us. And so I want to say thank you. Some poison hit our culture yesterday. And as much as I love to talk about wisdom, as much as I love to talk about the applied knowledge, as much as I love to talk about following the money, following the energy, black tech, 
all these past episodes where we've built a strong case for the strength of our culture. We have to address the poison when the poison comes. Now, your idea of poison may be a little different than mine. I guess if I had to define poison, I would say it is something put into to a system to slowly to slowly kill off the strong parts of the system. I would is it's put it's put into something to depreciate. Yeah, that, that's what it is. It, it, it's put into your your bloodstream, into the system of whatever it is you're trying to kill to slowly depreciate it. It's, it's not usually a quick death. Oh, no, no, no. This has to hit the bloodstream and it has to hit enough areas of the bloodstream to 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 stop the oxygen from flowing and it becomes a slow death. And so for many people, there's this analogy that if you put a frog in, it's not even an analogy, this is real, but if you put a frog in a uh, a, 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 a pot of water and then, then, you, then you slowly heat up the water and boil the water the frog would just sit there and then die it won't jump out it would just it, because because the, the temperature is slowly increasing slowly increasing by the time the frog even realizes that it's increased to the point of death it's too late but if you took that same frog and try to throw it into a boiling uh, pot of water, it would hit the water and jump right back out. So there's this thing of there's this there's this understanding or lack of understanding that the frog isn't aware of the things that are around it that are slowly killing it off and I believe there are parts of our culture that are heating up and there's many people in our culture who are the frogs because they're in it they don't know what was really happening until they turn around and there's a pistol in their face until they turn around and their daughter is being uh, sold uh, for sexual favors. Uh, they, they turn around and the teacher is molesting their child. And they, 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 they turn around and now they're a sex slave for R. Kelly. Like, it, it just happens quick because you're, you're, you're in it and the, the, the water's slowly getting hotter. Slowly. They do it slowly. And then boom, it's over. And it's too late for you to jump out. And in many ways, that's what poison is. 
poison, heats up the body, kills it off, and it's dead before it even knows it's dead. By the time you realize you're a goner, you're a goner. Now, what does this have to do with black equity? And how does this affect business? How does this affect culture? And what is the exact poison that we're talking about? Well, my friends, by now you are aware of the artwork. You're aware of the name of this podcast. So you know where this is going. It's the reason why you press play. Over the last couple of years, there has been a slow, a slow rising of the heat in our culture to the point where we have let it begin to boil. And a lot of you are sitting in the pot and you're just laughing at it, saying it's OK. It's OK. It's OK. And I'm here to warn you. It's not what you think is cute, what you think is, you know, bubbly and a great personality. And, oh, I love this person. I'm telling you, the water is at almost boiling temperatures right now. And if you don't pay attention, if you're if you're allowing your kids to be part of this pot of water, if you're allowing your family to be a part of this water, it it's, it's almost over. You are going to be consumed by this poison. You're going to be consumed by the heat and you are surrounded. My friend, this is a stick up. This is a this is a stick up. This is a robbery. This is a thief and a knife. This is the, the greatest heist in the history of heist. You are being robbed of your life, of your brain cells, of your mind, and you're not paying attention because you like it. It's being shoved right into your face. It's right there for you to pay attention to. But because you like it, you've been ignoring it. Because you like a certain personality, you've catapulted people to places where they don't need to be. And this is an extension of these manufactured superstars that we spoke about yesterday. This is getting out of hand. Earlier this week, I spoke about a queen named Tamika Mallory. Very impressive young lady. Very impressive woman very impressive person. She's the epitome of what we would want all of our sons and daughters to be. Someone who has found something to live for and found something to die for. It's not about the bottom line. It's about the souls of the people in the community. And the moment we get that inserted into our culture, I look up And there's Cardi B. 
Now let's let's get into this topic, right? How supposedly I'm a culture vulture when it comes to hip hop, and hip hop is not my culture. And I'm guessing people are saying that because I'm Hispanic, like half, I'm half Hispanic. If people um, don't know about me, I'm gonna tell you about me. My father's fully Dominican. My mother, my mother's mom is Trinidadian. My mother's dad, my mother's dad is from Spain. And you know, my family was um, raised in the Caribbean islands. And I want to know why people think that um, hip hop is not my culture when I was born and raised in the Bronx. Okay, let's talk about it, Cardi. Why are some people calling you a culture vulture? I think it's time that we have the conversation. But before I do that, before I give you a clear understanding of why we are calling you a culture vulture, I want you to realize that your skin color has nothing to do with culture vulture label. Your background has nothing to do with the culture vulture label. And so you running around saying, well, I'm Dominican and I'm a this and I'm a... No, no. Culture vulture has nothing to do with skin color. Culture vulture has something to do with your character. The decisions that you make that uh, directly impact the culture in which you supposedly represent. Now, a culture vulture is a person or an organization who is making profit using unhonorable practices from a culture they do not care for. A culture vulture is a person or an organization making profit using unhonorable practices from a culture they do not care for. Let that sink in. Cardi B, you want to know why is people, why are people saying this about me? Because you're a person who actually is signed to an organization that is making profit using unhonorable practices. Hence the twerk video that you just released yesterday and many other things that you have done. And they are. Um, profiting from the culture that they obviously don't care about because if they cared about them, they would be advising you differently. Yeah. You remember that time that you sat there and pretended to be uh, Coretta Scott King or, and, and was sent with Betty Shabazz and y'all were making fun of the real housewives of the civil rights or something like that. Yeah. See, that's called unhonorable practices. Yeah. You, you remember that one time you were sitting in an interview and you were talking about you all you only do it for the money and you don't really care what anybody has to say and you don't care what people have to think. Yeah, okay. So you don't care about the culture. When when people are bringing these things to you, they're saying, "Hey, do you not care about the little girls or this or that? I'm getting my money." Okay, well that that's fine. Go get your money. All you care about is money. Okay, that's fair. You're allowed to think what you want to think, but then so are we. 
Nobody's asking you to be a civil rights leader. Nobody's asking you to, to be uh, Tamika Maori. We're just asking you not to disrespect the movement. Yet you still do. Everything that you do is a direct reflection of everything that we don't want. Now, my biggest problem is since you are a manufactured superstar and people decided that they really love your personality, you're allowed to get away with things that no other artist is allowed to get away with. It's disgusting. There is no way Missy Elliott, a person that you said you grew up on, would be able to do the things that you do and have a sustainable career. Those are the facts. There is no way that Queen Latifah would be able to do some of the things that you do and have a sustainable career. That's facts. There's no way someone like Rhapsody would be able to have a sustainable career and and, and get away with doing the things that you say. Those two don't go hand in hand. Those are honorable women that I have just mentioned. With honorable practices, with honorable contributions to the very culture that you say you don't really care about anyway. You just want your money. It's all about the dollar bill to you. And so since it's all about the dollar bill, you'll disrespect Martin Luther King. You'll disrespect Malcolm X. And you will disrespect the wives in which served alongside them. Not to say that these men never made any mistakes because they did. But the last thing they need is some random person that they fought for freedom for sitting there now attacking their legacy out of nowhere. Nothing prompted it. Someone sat around, decided to do a sketch on the civil rights and said, wouldn't it be cool if we were the wives of the civil rights? Yeah, pull it up on YouTube. I won't even put that on black equity. There's some things the audio clips are not even allowed in this space. But the proof is right there. It's all documented. The... Our dysfunction is all documented. It's all right there for you to see. There's no way Lauren Hill would be able to get away with this stuff and have a sustainable career. But the audience has propped you up and they have crowned you the queen of rap. It, I, I, I think it's pretty much official what the people are saying. And you don't even write your own ish. My G. You don't even write. Ten years ago, you would have been the laughing stock of hip hop if you ran up in here saying that you was this and you was that and you was going to do this. And you didn't even write none of it. You and what's that girl's name? Bad baby. Y'all the same. There's no difference between you and bad baby. There's, there's nothing different. 
And you can hide behind being Dominican. You can hide behind being Caribbean. But you're you're doing the same unhonorable practices as people who are not of the culture. You're following their blueprint. That's what you are. And as a manufactured superstar, enjoy it while you can. I don't know if you have a 360 deal or not, but if they're taking money out of everything that you do, the movies that you may do in the future, the TV shows, the endorsements, hey, enjoy the dollar dollar bills while you while you still can. Because that's all it is to you anyway. You're basically being prostituted for money. And that's not black equity. That's black depreciation. It's disgusting. You sit there on a twerk video and you basically say, well, here's my body. Do to it what you want. And in in, in return, I'm going to get paid. Now, I hear the audience. Well, how is that any different than what Little Kim did? How is that any different than what Foxy Brown did? I agree. How is it any different? Those were unhonorable practices as well. Well, how is it any different than when men have the 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 women in the videos and they're half naked? We agree on that too. It's all unhonorable. It's all unhonorable. Y'all sat there a couple weeks ago and said, we must protect our black women. We got to look out for how we're being treated in the media. Look what R. Kelly is doing. I'm not listening to his music anymore. And the moment you press play on Cardi B, all hell breaks loose. Your, your, Your principles aren't aligned with each other. You say you want the equality for women, but then you you cheer on a woman who wants to depreciate her value to society. And we call it club music. Oh, it, it's just for the club. It's just, you know, it, it's 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 for the nightclubs. It's 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 okay. So you mean to tell me there's not a little 11 year old girl flipping channels before her mama get home or a 12 year old, 13 year old girl see Cardi B's video on YouTube because they got direct access to this now. And now she wants to imitate that and be like that. Well, that's that's the parents fault. We, we're not role models. She should be a better parent. If that's the case, when does the cycle end? Because who was the better parent to Cardi B? Who was the better parent to her? When is it? When does the cycle end? There's documentaries out now where strippers are fighting each other uh, because they're saying. That the light, the lighter skinned strippers make more money than the darker skinned strippers. 
exotic dancers. And they're serious about this. There, there's like lawsuits pending. There was a time where fighting to be a stripper wasn't like a cool thing. Now there's there's court cases for it. You could simply use your brain, start your own business. You don't have to sell your body. You don't have to, is all I'm saying. You don't have to sell your body. You don't have to sell your ignorance. It's not just a twerk video. It's the whole, it's the whole makeup of this manufactured superstar. This is bigger than just a twerk video. This is bigger than just one moment. This is a, this is, this is the water getting hotter and hotter and hotter. And you being programmed to think it's okay. They say that little Kim was 15 or 16 years old on the front of her hardcore uh, album. They say Foxy Brown was 15 years old when she was rapping about things that you don't really want me to repeat. And so when I say Cardi B just needs to stop, the first thing you say is, well, what about Little Kim? And what about Foxy Brown? That's the problem. Your references are people who first had other writers and were used as sex objects to sell a false image around people that you claim are the goats. These are the people that y'all call the goats. This is your Jay-Z's and your Biggie's. You'll never hear me call them the goats. But DJ, you said Tupac was the goat and he disrespected women. I believe in balance. I believe in keep your head up and Brenda's got a, got, Brenda's got a baby. Then you say, I wonder why you, they call you bitch. Because to pretend as if in this society there's just one type of woman and that every woman presents herself and shows up as a queen would be a lie. I believe if you scroll through Tupac's music, you find a balance between the different types of women in which he's encountering. That's what I believe. And I believe if you scroll through Biggie's Rolodex, you find one type of woman he's talking to. You scroll through Jay-Z's Rolodex up until the last two years, you find one type of woman he's speaking to. These are the people you call the goats. You prop up Little Kim. You prop up Foxy Brown. You prop up Biggie. You prop up Jay-Z. And all they gave you was poison. They give you poison after poison after poison. With 15 and 16 year old little girls that you thought were women. And now Cardi B's coming in in her mid 20s, pretending to be a 15 year old who's pretending to be 30. Cardi B's the exact opposite reverse version of little Kim. But now she should be older and wise enough not to be that person. 
Little Kim was 15, 16 years old. They brainwashed her and said, do it like this. We'll make a lot of money. And so she did it like that. And she made a lot of money. And now you in your mid-twenties. And somebody said, do it like this. You'll make a lot of money. And so she's doing it like that. And she's making a lot of money. So when does the cycle end? Because most of the women that I speak to are well-educated. They're queens. So I know they exist. They want to get out here and get that black equity. Yeah, it is about money, but it's also about legacy. So you have a choice to make, my friends. Will you buy into the propaganda? Will you buy into the image? Will you keep laughing at the non-jokes that she tells and say, wow, she's so funny? There's nothing funny about Cardi B. She may be entertaining. You have brainwashed yourself to, to, to let this water get hotter and hotter and hotter. And 10 years from now, we'll look back and, and say to ourselves, what the hell were we thinking? Why isn't Rhapsody the number one rap artist right now? Because y'all don't support her. Why is Jean Grey not the number one rap artist right now? Because y'all don't support her. Why is No Name still a no name? Because y'all don't support her. Because they're not out there shaking their ass. They're not out there selling their soul. They're not out there talking about I'm only about it for the smoney. They're not making up giggly stuff to get onto Jimmy Kimmel. And if y'all don't stop referencing Little Kim and Foxy Brown and act like that's the standard, they were never the standard. You just bought into it. You got caught up in the marketing of it all. You got caught up in the marketing of, of Puff Daddy, who's now a billionaire. He made money off, off of poisoning your mind. Jay-Z made money off of poisoning your mind. Why, when you go on title, they didn't promote the Lupe Fiasco album, Drogus Waves, which is all about freeing your mind. But yet, all throughout the promotions on title is all about the poison that's in the community. And I'm not saying anything is wrong with having a little bit of ratchet music. But there should be balance, my friends. I came to bring balance to the game, my friends. Where's the balance? What Cardi B is doing is not black equity. Do not confuse yourself. Just because money is flowing through is not equity. You can't have equity when you don't write your own music. You can't have equity when you are controlled by your record label. She's a manufactured superstar. There's no equity in that. There's no honor in that.
She is not black equity. She is black depreciation. And if you don't wake up, if you don't see it, the water's going to get hot and you're going to be you're going to be gone, my friend. But y'all don't want to hear me. You just want to dance. You don't want to hear me. You just want to laugh. You want to be entertained. You don't really want to be woke. You don't really want to wake up. You don't really want black equity. You want black depreciation. That's why you keep cheering it on and justifying it by other black depreciating moments. But I can't want it more than you. And so... Go back and listen to your Cardi B album that was nominated for a Grammy. Nominated for a Grammy. Come on, y'all. It's getting disgusting out here. (laughs) Come on. What has happened? But then it makes it makes perfect sense why I was nominated for the Grammy. Because the Grammy wants that poison in the community. They want that there. Because they don't want black entrepreneurship. That rise that we had for a couple of years. That rise that we had of, of black entrepreneurship is going to slowly go down. And so for the ones who were freed during that time, bravo. For the ones who listen to this podcast every day, bravo. But there's going to be some people you're going to have to leave behind because they're all about this money and they'll do anything for a dollar. Find people of high character and then make the money. Don't let the money make you. Y'all, y'all better wake up. Don't get depreciation mixed with equity. Those are two different levels. Talk to your accountants about what depreciation is. Talk to your accountants about what black depreciation is. Because it, it, it has gotten to the point where you're going to look up and everything that you valued in your life is going to diminish. Wake up. Wake up. Hey, everybody. Can y'all please stop um, watching my videos? Can you guys please stop talking about me? Can you guys please stop listening to um, my music? I deserve to be a stripper. My mom don't deserve to live in a crib. My child don't deserve to have a good life. I don't deserve no money. I deserve to be in the Bronx. And um, 
450 Woody Crest, apartment three, some shit, I forgot. There. There y'all go. Yeah, I got it. I said it out my mouth. I hope this made y'all niggas that talk shit about me richer. I hope this shit y'all blow it up. I hope this make y'all happy. I'm just trying to make everybody's dreams come true. Even my haters. There you go.